Hi and hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Somerset Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Fogler, usually joined by Miss Wagner, but she is not in today. So we are joined by special guest, Mr. Newman. How are you doing today, Mr. Newman? I'm doing well. How are you, Mr. Fogler? I'm good. It's been a while since we've done a, a podcast together, just the two of us. Um, yeah. Go back. We used to do it all the time. Yeah, go back to our lead days. Right. Um, so I, I, for everybody who, who doesn't know, uh, you've been in the district, CCSD, you were at Lead Middle School, well, STEM Academy, mm. make sure I pronounce it correctly. I was at both. <laughs> <laughs> and then you came here, yes. uh, you are in charge of the in-house yes. room. I don't know if we're going to change the title for, you know, making it more positive, but right. um, how do you enjoy doing the in-house job right now? I love it. I love working with the students that I'm able to work with. I feel like I'm able to... Uh, create good change, positive encouragement in those students. And so that they're more successful when they go back to their classes. And you're doing an amazing job. Do you miss being in the classroom? Do you miss the... You know what? There are certain aspects that I obviously miss in the classroom. And there are things that I enjoy about what I'm doing right now. So it's a little give and take like anything in life. I like that. I like that. So um, we're obviously heading in to Thanksgiving break. Yes. I thought it'd be a cool thing to like what we're thankful for. So Great. is there something on your mind that you're thankful for? Well, I'm always thankful for my family for always being there for me when I need them, need the support. And I am thankful that I'm going to be able to spend all of next week at the beach with my family. Oh, yeah. So that that's another thing. I'll, I'll, I'll go with what I'm thankful for in a minute. But yeah. you were born and raised in... I was born and raised in Bakersfield, California. It's about two hours maybe north of Los Angeles, about 100 miles uh, but my parents have retired in Santa Barbara, California, so I go out to visit them whenever I am able to do so. And then you went to college. What brought you to Vegas? So um, I went to community college in Bakersfield, and then I transferred to San Francisco State, and then I went back to Bakersfield to get my teaching credential, but never actually taught in California. I immediately came out to Vegas, uh, mostly a cost-of-living situation, Um Vegas was more affordable than where I wanted to live in California. And then um, I think you you interviewed with Dr. Phil Cabbage, correct? Absolutely, yes. Yes. Phone then, interview. I mean, anybody who's listening to this like that doesn't know this about like he is basically me as yes. an administrator, um, positive. Um, Random story. So I was about to call another CCSD school back to accept a job, and as I was calling them back or about to dial that number. Dr. Phil Cavage called me for a phone interview, hired me on the spot. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, I mean, he's the reason I went there. Yeah. Um, if yeah. it wasn't for him, I would never have done that's that. Um, it's like also where I think of the cycle where it's like, I'm also an administrator and right. that's all kind of going to this whole cycle yes. of, of things that go yes, on there. Yes, yes. Um, he took a job as a superintendent. I'm going to actually reach out to him about this podcast. And I thought, I should make sure I know exactly where he's superintendent of. And then I thought, I don't really remember where it was. Corbett Valley, Oregon. That's a great memory. A district memory. of about 1,200 students. Yeah, so uh, I, I always wonder, like, how the stuff that he's doing, like, is he doing the stuff that we were doing at oh, Lee? Oh, because... I, can't, I can't wait to hear an update on what he's up to and what he is able to do in his new environment. Yeah, because um, I, I, I always think, like, that's – for me as like a as a former teacher and like maybe a future teacher yeah. i always think like i like to follow people that motivate me that yes. are there and yes. i'm like i don't know like dr phil cabbage and then mr esplin uh, obviously esplin's yeah. the reason why right. i even took this cuz yep. anybody who knows me that's listening to this podcast knows that i had no desire to ever be an administrator and if it wasn't for esplin's like 
talking to me and, and convincing me I never would have done it. So yeah. um, it's definitely interesting. So you taught at LEAD before it became the Magnet School yeah, and then you experienced it with the Magnet yes. School, our project. Right. I know we already kind of touched on it from with Mr. Walton, but I didn't That's really right. get a chance to kind of ask you about like your thoughts about the simulation as a whole like so that's a style of teaching that i didn't even consider or know about until really i met you uh and you said hey this is what i've been doing in my classes this is what i'd like to bring to lead stem academy i said sure i'll try it why not and it has been the most successful strategy and style of teaching that i have seen and that i have experienced uh in my career. Yeah. I mean, I, I often, I sit there and I, I think about like, especially like when I have really long days here and I think about yes. me, you and Cohen, right. um, oh, and yeah. anybody who's listening that doesn't know Mr. Cohen, Mr. Cohen was a third teacher that was there that was going to retire that stayed because yes. he enjoyed the simulation yes. so yes, much. Yes, um, yes. So we're reaching out to Mr. Cohen. I know you're probably listening to this. Uh, we hope your dog's okay. Um, there's a whole thing on that, but um, going back to like talking about the the style of that teaching and kind of what Mr. Walton is doing here and then mm -hmm. kind of our future with trying to get other people yeah. involved. You know, I think about how it evolved and, it, and it's not me, it's not anybody else. It's a no. style of teaching where it's like, you get the kids to be the leaders of the classroom. And you know what, especially for any teachers listening to this right now, I think you and I have both experienced this, that probably the most difficult part of starting to do something like a simulation is the idea of giving up some level of control in your classroom to students so that they can be the leaders. It's difficult. I didn't know how it would work. And it has been amazing to see these students shine truly in the leadership roles that they deserve. Yeah. And it, the thing I like about it, probably the most um, doing it for so many years is when I talk to the students and it's like something I forgot that happened and then they bring up something yes. like, especially Years when it comes later even. So for people listening, like we would do challenges every single day and we would usually have two, one mini challenge. Right. And that could be anything from math, science, whatever it is. And yeah. it's usually a race um, to see who's the fastest. And then we have another challenge that's usually more complex that takes a little bit longer where they higher level thinking. Yeah. And they have to do a presentation and we reward it in this, um, the way I've always described it is it's a giant interactive game of risk with aspects yes. of every single core subject embedded into it. Um, Mr. Walton probably explains it more technical. He he wrote a whole paper on it that he wants to, <laughs> to sell. And that, that was what I think yeah. was – I know we kind of talked about this, but anybody who didn't listen to the previous podcast, that's my favorite thing is the Magnet Schools of America people oh, yeah. kept asking us – where we bought this program. No, that was just amazing that, you know, Magnet School of America uh, people were coming into both Mr. Fogler and myself, our classrooms, see what we were doing. They had heard about this program, I guess, if you want to call it that. And they were asking us where we purchased it. And it didn't even cross my mind that you could purchase potentially something like this. And then now we're talking about packaging it and, and yeah. putting it out there. Uh, yeah. I, it's, for me, though, it's just seeing the kids come back and they're so excited about it. And, and even students that had me four or five years ago yep. that I see now talk about it, former students that I've even had 10 years ago, and they'll talk about something where I've completely forgot about the change in history where yep. they're like, remember when we uh, you know, captured Napoleon and we put him right. on our side and we made him a general and I'd forgotten. But then when they start talking about that, I'm like, oh yeah, like it's, it's awesome. And it's so amazing that they are remembering these things because they are so invested but literally in something that is a fake game that we have created. 
and yet they go home and do all of these amazing side projects and research and and teach us things that we had no idea about. Yeah. Um, so going back to the Thanksgiving and, and what we're thankful for, like I really look at this school and I think about like how thankful I am that my son is at this school. I mean, that's probably the key recruiting tactic that my son absolutely loves it. And it's a five-star school. Um, but I just, I think about like how lucky this school is like in the students that are here, the engagement level, the teachers that are here. I mean, we haven't been able to bring in all of the teachers that we want to bring into the podcast, but all of those teachers that I walk around and I see the smiles on their faces, the kids that are getting there, it, it's really and what I'm thankful I for. I will say for me, I, I'm thankful to be here and to be a part of this. I didn't even know a year ago that this was even possible. Yeah, so that's I'm very thankful. It's such an interesting way because I think about like if my son got in the initial raffle for lead. Oh, yeah, what would we have been doing right now? I mean, we'd probably be fully engaged in the simulation. 100%. I don't know. Maybe we convinced Cohen to stay one more year. I always wonder about that. Or oh my gosh. So uh, yeah, we had a a student teacher like Mr. Walton was uh, my former student teacher. My former student teacher um, Sebastian was absolutely amazing. He added a lot to it. So yeah, yeah, he's he's absolutely amazing. I don't know if he's he's going into administration. So that'll probably happen. He's definitely around in the education community uh, in Clark County. Mm -hmm. I'll say. Yeah, he's doing absolutely amazing. So what what do you like to do on your free time? Let lets the audience get to know you a little bit. Okay. So in my free time, uh, I definitely like to play video games, especially uh, more old school video games uh, on the Nintendo Switch and otherwise. Um, aside from that, uh, I definitely like traveling. I try to travel outside of the United States at least once a year. I love experiencing new cultures and uh, really, yeah, traveling at all. Oh, yeah. And you're going somewhere tomorrow? Uh, yeah. So, well, yes. For the next week, I will be in California visiting my parents and my older brother. And my younger brother's going to be coming up from San Diego, so him too. So it's good. I haven't seen my parents in a few months, so and you get nice to, have to visit. The yeah. whole family affair up Exactly. There. So before we end this, we always like to have these hard-hitting questions. I know okay. you were kind of part of these hard-hitting questions before. I try to switch Do them it. up now because when we bring students in – they haven't seen any of the movies from the 80s. They weren't born, so it's like they don't know. Do you these... know what year I was born? I don't know. What 91. Year. So oh I also was not around for those movies, but oh. I've seen a lot of them. So what is your – is there a, a favorite movie of all time? Ooh, all time. I'm trying to think right now. Maybe maybe the original Halloween I think that's a really well done movie. In all the years I've known you, I didn't know that yeah. you loved the, the. Oh, I love horror movies and all. Really? That. Yes, yes, yes. And you think it was? I think it was just a well directed, well done movie. Is that the one with Michael Myers? Yes. And is that the yeah. right one? Yeah. Because I know uh, our campus monitors, they're like, they think that's like the greatest movie oh, in okay. the world. Oh, okay. Wow. And I've told them over I didn't like. Even know. I don't know. What's your those, favorite movie? Um. Well, I'm like, sure the in audience that, knows. In that category of like like being scary movies yeah. um i i sit there and i think about like a movie that i really truly enjoyed that are there I, I, the movies the conjuring those mm, movies mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i like the fact that they kind of they it's fake of the yes. but they incorporate some people that were actually involved in it and i like that, I like that. idea of those um, well and another interest that both you and i share of course is professional wrestling Oh, anybody at home that doesn't realize that's my personality. You knew that right when you met me. Yeah. When we first started teaching together, we definitely had an 
relationship where we had uh we were like adversarial managers <laughs> me on one side him on the other the students were going to do well to spite mr fogler or to impress <laughs> me but they were going to do well and it worked i mean that was the that was the, amazing the ability when we created these competitions and then we were like our classes versus each other and right. the kids getting on there it got exciting but yeah like that Anybody who, who's listening to this that has been listening to for a while, like most of my personality traits and anything was when I was a little kid, I went to a wrestling show and my dad was telling me like, listen, it's fake. It's kind yep. of silly. But for me watching it, it didn't matter. No. I got lost into it. Just like a little kid going to the circus. I watched these guys who physically, you know, in, in such great shape. Yep. And then they're telling these stories. And a lot of it, I just loved the bad guys because they were the funniest like they oh, would make yeah. me laugh they would come to the ring yeah. making fun of the audience or making fun of somebody and i was just like i thought i could do that and then it matches up with our simulation because it's like some of that competition aspect it right. gets the kids motivated kids that you wouldn't even expect to get motivated they get motivated by this competition because they want to win every year you start by thinking these are the kids that are going to take the leadership roles and i know that they're going to be successful and by the end of it all it could be anybody. I know. Well, Karen is the perfect example. Yes, she's been on the podcast. Yes, yes. She's currently at lead. Yes. Um, she was somebody who we didn't pick. She just stepped up and became the leader right. and did an amazing job. And like it just you showed like she has these leadership traits that she wasn't as vocal at the beginning of the year about. But throughout the year, she stepped up and came up with challenges that well, if I went back to the classroom tomorrow, I would use those challenges. And that's something that I don't know if we focused on uh, so much, but the challenges that we were doing, most of them were student, not only driven, but fully student created. Oh yeah. I mean, and like, especially the competitions that I thought were the most entertaining, the yes. fun ones, like yes. the doing a skit of like the most important historical event, right. Right. Um, them making artistic challenges where it's like create the monuments, like things that I would never have really thought of as a challenge. Mm -hmm. They really created, because when we started this, we mostly used like games that we found that were academic. So like right. we did financial football, which yep. is a football game right. where kids answer questions about financial um, questions. Yeah. And then they get points in the football game from that. Or Shepard Software or yeah. what and have you. Anybody who's listening and doesn't know Shepard Software, that's a great resource where mapping. you do mapping games where it's geography, where they can pick the city, the country, the outline. And at the highest levels, um, I can't as a as an actual history teacher – I couldn't even pass some of the challenge where they no. were just giving us little things and they were like, you had to re-diagram the country outline. And I thought that was the most challenging, but some students went on there and were better than me. Uh, and I was like, that's yeah. amazing. And again, not the students that you would expect necessarily. Yeah. They get really into it. They practice at home and they come in and just dominate everybody. So anybody who's listening that, or especially students, if you haven't gone on there, you go on Shepherd Software. If you want to learn your states, your capitals, your countries, yep. uh, providences, anything, you go on there, they have an assessment that will show you, it'll even give you your time and your percent and you just repetition play those and you see i mean we had a competition for the whole year to see who could do it the fastest time and i think really one thing that made what we did so special is that it was cross uh not just cross curricular but we would combine our classes so some of mr fogler's students would end up seeing me for a little bit of the day and then mine to him and mr cohen of course and that made it even more special for these students because they got to interact with their friends and people that they knew in uh an academic setting i i really want to say the science teacher's name but i can't remember his name at all if you remember the science teacher oh. that was across from hall from me um i can't remember his name right now he's still right at now. lead yes but 
I remember when he came over and we had all of our top students in our United Nations meeting mm -hmm. and we had an, we created an asteroid challenge. So there was an asteroid coming towards Earth and they had to scientifically figure out a way to get the asteroid to move. And I remember how excited he got when they presented their idea because he was like, nope, that won't work. And he was just he oh, came up with he went home and that had must a whole have been Mr. Pavlik. Yeah, Mr. Pavlik. Yes, that's Mr. it. So Pavlik. he was like going there and he was talking mm -hmm. about how this wouldn't scientifically work and how this would there. And I, I just think of like how much fun it was for the teachers and the students to have these like debates. And that's debates. just it. When the students see you having so much fun and enjoying this and how into it you are, they're into it twice as much. And I think NASA just, one, one of the solutions that the yes. students came up with yes. was they were going to shoot something to set it off course. Right. And I remember that was the only solution that worked. And now NASA's doing it. And it's I'm like, happened. these are our future leaders of the world right. right here that are going to, you know, create all these answers to these big questions that we have. So. And I think that this is something that we've hit on maybe before, but how cool is it to have students come and tell you, the reason that I came to school today was to go to your class, do the simulation, and have fun. Yeah, and they look forward to and it. And they look forward to it. And they talk about it. I mean, even um, one of the things I really loved was nav time. It was yes. probably the, the thing I thought was yeah. most successful. Nav time was leads our time. Cadwalder does mm -hmm. it as well, mm -hmm. where kids get to go to lunch or they can sign up for a class that a teacher that has some passion for can do. So it could be yoga. Right. For us, it was a lot of the simulation stuff and yeah. kids would sign up and we'd have packed rooms right. where these kids would just create a simulation. And then sometimes they would actually create the entire world that we were in. Oh, yeah. And that was so fun because you could do just little mini simulations of different time periods or eras or, you know what, I think there was even a Star Wars simulation. Mm -hmm. How fun is that? Speaking of my favorite movie. Oh, there that we go. Is my favorite movie but of which, all time. Which Star Wars movie? And, and that's the thing. I oh. I don't know how anybody listening that's seen all the Star Wars, you don't pick Empire Strikes Back. It's I'm the with best. You. I'm with you. Empire Strikes Back has to be. It's it. When I go back and I'm like trying to tell somebody to watch Star Wars, I always say start with Empire Strikes Back. Even though you want to go in order of the movies and you might – some people want to go like to episode one with The Phantom Menace. No, no, no. If you want to see a movie that's well put together, that has a good plot, that keeps the pace going, yep. that I thought was a masterpiece. I could watch it at any time and I can pick up right where I left off where I'm like, OK, I'm back in this universe. And, yeah. And that's – it really does get exciting. All right. So again, we're running out of time. We got about two minutes before our podcast ends. I always like to ask this, like if you were talking to a student right now and you wanted to give them one thing of advice, like what would be your big takeaway to tell students like, hey, this is some advice from Mr. Newman for your future? So definitely, I think, especially for middle and high school students, you have this, you have to understand that each day is just one day. Whatever happened, next day is a full new start. And you have to approach it that way. You have to start every day being as positive as you can possibly be and carry that throughout the whole day and the next day and the next day. Positivity is practice and you have to practice it. It makes your life and everyone's life around you so much better. That's the best advice. That's advice I could use because it's so hard sometimes yes. in the days oh, yeah. where it's negative and there's so many things going on there to be around. How many like of us felt that way especially in CCSD, online teaching for almost a full year. The next year was just craziness. Uh, I've had to <laughs> remind myself of that advice multiple times. So I love that advice. All right, Mr. Newman, thank you so much. I know you're going to be on you. here many times. So Whenever you want me back. All right, thank you very much.